Live from Nacelle in Burbank, it's the Nighttime Show! As always, we have with us our highly collectible producer, Matt Walker. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. And we have a very special guest with us, producer of countless comedy specials, including those of Ali Wong, Tom Segura, and Bill Burr, and the producer of the toys that made us, Brian Volk Weiss. And now our host, glow-in-the-dark, rocket-firing, badass motherfucker, Stephen Kramer Glickman! Yeah, baby! Well done. Well done, Mike Black. Hi, everybody. Very Hello impressive. and welcome, uh, Brian Volkweiss. Thank you so much, Brian, for having us to your very, very cool office. This is Thank very you. exciting. Thank you. Uh, we are surrounded. We are uh, surrounded by uh, posters, uh, uh, posters and records of uh, some of the biggest uh, comedy specials of all time, yeah. as as well as so much cool um, uh, toy and nerdy stuff. Uh, I saw a Death Star, I believe, in your in your office. <laughs> this is very uh, very exciting, man. That, that's a, an accidental, like uh, valuable item. How it's is a that? Really great what, story. What, what is it? Please. Because it looked like a cookie jar that's a Death Star. It is. (laughs) The thing that's interesting about it is thanks to Rogue One, uh, there is now a, uh, and I don't use this word often, a plethora of uh, Death Star merchandise. But up until uh, Rogue One, there was very little Death Star merchandise, and I loved the Death Star. Sure. So that cookie jar... Went on sale. Someone sent me a link to it. I've had that over 10 years. Closer, probably 12 or 13 years. Oh, my God. I bought it. It got (laughs) here. And then they basically had a lot of trouble making them because it's a giant clay hollow structure. (laughs) And then they had a lot of trouble shipping them without them breaking. So they stopped making them. So the belief is there's less than 200 of them that exist. Wow. the, what makes me laugh about this is I've bought many things in the toy world, also stocks, with the expectation they would raise <laughs> sure. in value. Sure, yeah. And most of them have gone down, if not uh, lost yeah. all their value. <laughs> yes. uh, G.I. Joe issue number two is a great example. Uh, I paid nice. $75 for that in the 90s, and it is now, I believe, under a dollar. But anyway, <laughs> this one thing I got for real, just for cook- because it was cool and fun, yeah, is now, uh, yeah, worth a little money. That's so cool. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. I, I should not use it. Like part sh- of the problem with Death Star merchandise is people keep blowing it up. Yeah. Like on the 4th of July and stuff. You know? <laughs> 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 like, however few you have, there are going to be fewer next year. When, <laughs> when I got that, that's very funny. That's very funny. <laughs> Thank you. But when I got that, the only other Death Star merchandise that was pretty like like not specialized right was taco bell in the 90s did a star wars campaign yes and they had a death I star remember. where you could do like that it would spin and, would <laughs> and explode yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah yeah so that was it there were literally two death stars and now there's like something every month they had that at a balancing boba fett that, they had that a, like floated like one of those balancing birds i don't remember that but they had a yeah. balancing cloud city yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was also the first Cloud City, and to the best of my knowledge, ever made. Yes, and they also had a Yoda, but it was just Yoda. It was just like a little rubber Yoda in a, in a hologram cube. <laughs> yeah, remember? yeah, yep. it was, and it so was such cool. a big deal. Yeah, and I even remember as a kid being like, "Why is Taco Bell doing this?" Right, and it was at the time not, when not when no one was doing any Star yeah. Wars because stuff. it was yeah. before the prequels came out. Right, right. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was like. <laughs> 
like 96. They got in early. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been the re-releases. Yeah, that could be. I think it was those and Bendy's. There were like Star Wars Bendy's, and that was the only crap on the market for a long time. And then a lot of that stuff wound up at the 99 cent store, all that Star Wars merchandise, because I I have like a notepad that I bought at the 99 cent store with like Star Wars, because like when the prequels came out, they made so much stuff. Oh, yeah. And it was just like... Who really needs like a Star Wars paperweight? Like it's right, yeah. like it's nothing, and yeah, then like that, it winds up there. And but then. that stuff is, I mean, that stuff is the greatest stuff now. There yeah. was a company yeah. I don't know the name of it that made Star Wars like household items, and my favorite mm-hmm. one. And they were like very creative. They were all made of ceramic. The best one, and you should Google this because you won't even believe it. It's yeah. crazier than I'll even describe it. It's like C-3PO leaning back in like a bathtub, but it's a tape dispenser, <laughs> and the tape yes. is between his knees. It <laughs> what? Is, it is a, I don't have that one. The only one I have is- It looks mildly erotic. Uh, it, it's <laughs> so bizarre. It's, not, it's yeah. just weird. It's yeah. the, really weird. And it weird. was an official licensed product, and the story behind it- <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's there it. There you go. Yeah. Oh my wrong. God! What? Like, guys, if you're listening to this, you need to Google it. Right you're now. literally so pulling weird. tape from 3PO's crotch. I have the. Uh, the That's where ho- tape comes from. And they're worth. They're they're very like they were like ten bucks or less at the time, and they're now like three to five hundred dollars. The only wow. one I have, and again, I love it because it's so crazy. Yeah. It is a gun turret from the the Battle of Hoth. Yeah, Ooh. music box. So you literally, <laughs> you literally twist the turret, and it starts playing uh, Star Wars theme. Such uh, a beautiful uh, moment in so the film. Weird. Really People deserves really a music box. Wanna, yeah, so <laughs> I love that. That's, I love that. People my sister got me. This my often. sister got me for uh, my birthday a couple of years ago uh, some Star Wars candles from. Pick and save from 1986, 87, mm-hmm. and they're uh, it's like a it's a Darth Vader and a uh, R two D two birthday candles, and they're like kind of half melted, but they're still in the package. Stuff. They're so cool, and they have the little products. like 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 fifty nine cents for a birthday candle, and then the and then I got like a little um, plastic wallet that's like a has R two and C three PO from that time period, like from the eighties. Yeah, and I just I love the I love, I love that stuff, man. products like bizarre. I love consumer some products. of the recent like the the tauntaun sleeping bag that oh, you, that's it has yeah. a but lightsaber that, handle but i feel like that's the zipper that you open up and oh that's you so cool but i feel like that goes the other way that's the kind of thing where it's like how come no one thought of that in the 80s exactly yeah, yeah. It's such an obvious such i have a, a thing yeah, I have a exactly. feeling that was pitched in the 80s and they were They're like, like no, Brad, you've crazy. done too much cocaine. Go home. Got to wait 30 years for that. <laughs> Sleep it off. <laughs> my, uh, one of my favorite things in my entire collection on this note is I have a party hat, like one of those little kids' party hats. Yeah. Like the pointy hats yeah. from Dune. Oh, wow. wow. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know if you guys, do you know Billy Galaxy? Uh, he owns no. one of the greatest vintage toy stores in the world. It's Where? in Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. Um, you have to say that because there's a Portland, Maine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Portland, like, Oregon. I knew it was Oregon. No, but there's a Portland, <laughs> Maine. Um, and he gave it to me. And again, irony of ironies, all the money I've spent on my stupid collection, like some of my favorite stuff uh, I got yeah. for free. Oh, that's but so yeah, cool. they, all these companies, LJN in particular, 
thought it was the next Star Wars, having not seen the movie. There's like like bed children's bed sheets of and they merchandise this chest blown open. You have something, Stephen. You have something cool that you were given for free by Walter Koenig. Oh yeah, we talked. I I told Brian about that. It's it's insane. Uh, When we went to interview Walter Koenig from Star Trek, uh, the original series. He had his entire home is covered in uh, Dick Star Tracy. Trek. Yeah, Dick Tracy and Star yeah, Trek yeah. stuff and action figures. And uh, under his Star Trek pinball machine, he had f- the the Marquette, uh, the original makeup uh, design Marquette for uh, flat top. Flat top. In Dick, in the movie Dick Tracy, done by the artist that ended up uh, being nominated for an Oscar for it, and he won. it was yeah, he, won. He, won. he won. He won the Doug Oscar. Drexler. He won the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. It was Doug Drexler. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to say, but I know it was like the an Oscar involved career in, in Hollywood history. <laughs> it was sitting there Went under straight the... from the Oscars oh. uh, to Next Generation. Yeah, and then he got into special wow. effects. Unbelievable. So that that flat top Marquette was sitting under his uh, pinball machine. I was like, I love flat top. It's my favorite character from Dick Tracy. And he was like, It's yours. Take yeah. it and get yeah. the hell out of yeah. my house. Yeah. And no, he then he gave it to me, and it is sitting. Because he's uh, saying like, my he's like, my room. wife wants me to get rid of half this crap. She's yeah. like, You have too much stuff. Get rid of it. So he's just like, yeah. Just take it. Yeah, yeah it was great. Give us yeah. a ton of stuff. Yeah, he really did. Like, oh. That was so cool. That's like no, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple there's a couple of things. Uh, when I was. Uh, when I was a kid, I always loved Star Star Wars so much. And then we got, you know, then they stopped really making new Star Wars toys. And it was still the 80s, and I still wanted to play with Star Wars toys. And in, I think it was like 1988, 89, my, my mom and me were driving around, and we ran into a, a garage sale. And it was a garage sale at this, like, giant mansion. And we walk up, and this family was getting rid of their son's Star Wars collection. And it was... They were getting rid of all of his stuff. Ships, attats, you know, uh, the walkers, like every single piece and giant cases, cases and cases full of never been played with toys. And my mom bought all of them and put them in storage. And I have a I have a couple. I have a couple of of almost everybody else's mom. (laughs) Oh, no, she was collect when I was a little kid. She was collecting uh, Mr. People and on all the toys from like Arby's and like like would go to like McDonald's and get all. And she still has all of them. They're all in giant cases of. Like fast food toys were like a huge deal to her. Like she loved. That we have stuff. a lot in common. Yeah, uh, mothers is not one of them. <laughs> really? Is, was your mom not into? <laughs> not toys? Toys? A lot of that. Not, stuff. I would not call her pro toy. Was <laughs> anyone in your family like pro toys no. when you were getting? No. Really? No. No. Were you? Were you the? Were you kind of the odd man out in that? I was the odd way? man out. I mean, I was an only child, so but I mean, everywhere. Uh, none of this became cool till ten years ago. You oh, guys yeah. know yeah. that. Oh yeah, no, completely. I remember exactly where I was when I realized everything had changed. Was, where were you? I was in a a, a a vintage toy store, comic book store in Chicago that I'd been going to for ten years. Whenever I was in Chicago, I would go there, and I I'll never. It was literally just about ten years ago. It's right around when, when Iron Man came out. Yeah. It was after Iron Man because yeah. Iron Man was the beginning of the change. Right. So it was like yeah. probably about eight or nine years ago. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I just remember looking around. There were all these like regular looking girls in the <laughs> <Yeah>. store. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on here? Are you and lost? The, <laughs> well, yeah. it, it, I can help you before find. Before that, yeah. there might be two girls. One of them right. you know, looked like it was Halloween every day sure. uh, and the other one whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that was when I noticed everything had changed and I... I completely attribute it to the Marvel films. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. remember yeah. seeing at Comic Con the eight minute 
like teaser that they did for Iron Man, and I was like, oh, this is gonna change some shit. Like, like I I knew that. Well, I, I saw it all. I didn't, know I didn't it was see it coming. That much. I, I, I had didn't. No idea it was gonna be. Yeah, that it changed. It changed huge. absolutely everything. Like, yeah. It's cool to be. It was not cool to be a nerd. Uh, no, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah no. all of a sudden, my friends were like calling me, going, uh, "Iron Monger, is he like that?" And <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, well, "Sort of." What do you ask? You know, yeah. <laughs> what do you? What's happening? Is yeah. this a prank? You know. Yeah. <laughs> I was just. I'm sure I was getting pranked a lot. It's, of times. it's been shocking. Still yeah. shocking. It's been good for comic book nerds. Like that's. Yeah. It, but there's still a lot of other kinds of nerds who it's not been good for. Yeah, like, 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 like who? You? Well, like me when I sit at home and watch videos on YouTube about. For Ma's last theorem, like that's still not cool. It will <laughs> yeah. never be cool. Like watching videos about Riemann's hypothesis will never be cool. But yeah. it's because you're well, sitting at home yeah, doing time. that. Like yeah. you got to get out there, <laughs> find the other cool people now. that are. In hopefully, the, you know. hopefully we'll have more nerds because more nerds is better. I yes. think. Yeah. Well, there's different kinds of nerds, which is a great thing. Yeah. I also, you know, like uh, when it comes to to women um, uh, dating <laughs> and things like this, uh, it, it's it, it's great when they're more accepting of like your nerd stuff. Sure. Uh, which is a wonderful, uh, n- nice uh, little byproduct of the situation I, I that we're in. That. Like I, my wife isn't against it. But she's not for it. Sure. So, but they don't. But they. But don't, I never went out with anyone. They into don't go. It, ever. They, 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 well, that's the thing is though. If you ever did go out with someone who is a nerd and they're like a nerd about something else that you're not into, I would love you're just that. like, oh no 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 no. Uh, trust me, it's fucking weird. Yeah. They're like, you're like, you ever go with a girl and she's like really into anime and and I you're like, you're like, what? You're like, what? What is this stuff? Yeah, no, <laughs> what is Dragon Ball Z? I don't understand <laughs> I would, what the plot of this is. I would rather have that than have them be exactly into. Yeah, what me I'm too. Into. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Because then you're bad. like competing the whole time. Like, oh, right. really? Well, in episode 307. And in know. the back of your head, too, you're thinking, if we ever break up, all this stuff is mixed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> totally screwed. Yeah, no, no, no that's true, too. <laughs> you got to put stickers on everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. like when yeah. people used to, their CD Why collection. Why initials on all of these <laughs> things? Just in case. Just to, <laughs> yeah, my that's a conversation like, that's fun. My girlfriend loves Harry Potter and, like, really loves Harry oh, my Potter. Wife like, too. She yeah. went to the opening of Harry Potter Land. Yeah. Like, she's very, very into that. Your wife's really into that, too. And, and I, it's, yes, she is. And what I love about it is it makes me understand how she feels about my stuff. Because <laughs> right. right. This I is ridiculous. It so boring. <laughs> right. I, I remember I was halfway through. I loved the first book. I loved it. Sure. And yeah. I was halfway through the second book. And I remember I called a friend of mine at the time who was all about Harry Potter. And I'm like, do these all take place in the castle? And she was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that would be like if Star Wars only took place in the Death Star. Like, yeah, I, just so one I, environment. So I stopped time. reading the books. I, I mm-hmm. reluctantly saw the movies, but my wife dragged me to that spinoff a year or two ago. Oh, to the play? No, 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 the, no, no. the uh, movie. Crimes oh, of Grizzledorf yeah. or whatever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say it, it right? Grizzle I, farts. I remember Grizzle watching farts. it being like, this is how she feels in a Star Trek movie. Right. Well, this yeah. is, yeah. This is yeah. awful. But see, I've never read Harry Potter or seen any of the movies, but my favorite thing, because I watch a lot of videos on the internet, <laughs> is before one of the books came out, kids were lined up outside some bookstore and somebody came driving by yelling at the window, Snape kills Dumbledore! Snape kills Dumbledore! Oh, wow. and just You just see children crying in the line. It was hilarious. Oh my God. Is that true? He does kill him, right? I think does so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Oh. <laughs> if I remember correctly. Spoiler alert on this I took, I took my girlfriend to Infinity War and we were, we were, we finished watching the whole thing and she goes, 
Man, these are a bunch of weak assholes <laughs> getting their <laughs> ass handed to them by a purple guy. The fuck <laughs> was this? <laughs> it was great. I it remember was great. That, just the, that, that's the way just knew that, spoiler that alert. That grimace from McDonald's Land killed them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you haven't seen Infinity War, spoiler alert, it's the ending is, that is hard, a big one. hardcore. Yeah. yeah. But I remember If they were going to see it, they've seen it by now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And when Black Panther vanished, a lady behind me goes, We just got him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that must. Must hurt. That, that has to hurt. I think he'll be back. That's so funny. Steven, I just got here. LA Comic Con. The booth looks amazing. Thank First you. of all, it's so professional. You have these big banners. You have the posters. You have the stickers. Everything is set up. You have those postcards, all the different stuff. How'd you get it to look this good that fast? I'll tell you what, you know, we we really did not have a lot of time to pull this thing together. And it came together so beautifully. And a lot of that really has to do with uh, with Overnight Prints. OvernightPrints.com did uh, 4,000 posters for us and 1,000 postcards. And people have been lining up to get these uh, these posters. How and quick did they do those? Just with, within like days, within like a few days, they were able to turn around. I mean, overnight, they can do them overnight. We just, we knew that we had a little more time, so we sent them all sorts of stuff. But they- So uh, the posters we've been giving out, the, these movie quality, like high quality looking posters, Yeah, they did those that fast? Yeah, they did them yeah. overnight. If you needed like, a they, movie quality poster tomorrow, you could have that in your hands. Absolutely, nice. and and the the prices on them are completely insane. Uh, if you use code nighttime n i g h t t i m e, uh, posters are like a dollar ninety nine each. Postcards are five hundred five hundred four by six for nineteen dollars and eighty five cents. And site wide, you can save up to ninety one percent. So a crazy deal. Those are that's you can crazy. bring them whatever you designed. Yeah, get it put on a poster. They'll have it to you within a day or two, or what? Yeah, because well, no, we can say they're overnight. It's overnight prints. Oh, so the whole thing is done overnight. Done overnight. Just yeah. upload the artwork, and you got posters the next day. What's What's really crazy wow. is too. It's like when you're trying to get more fans and new fans and introduce you know new fans to your project. And this is this is our passion project. That's yeah. what nighttime show is. So you know, but we want it to look as good as we possible. We want it to look we as good as to look possible. Professional. So when you have people coming to our booth, go, what is this? What's going on? And you go, here's these gorgeous posters. Every single person wanted one. Well, yeah, so. and I've noticed there's all this competition, all these booths going, doing all sorts of stuff, lots of babes and whatnot all over the place. Yeah. And it still looks amazing. Yeah, no, this place is the best. But you, OvernightPrints.com, you got to go check them out. OvernightPrints.com, OvernightPrints.com. All right, back to the show. So, uh, Brian, where did you start? Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Uh, Queens, New York. Oh wow! Okay, um, what what did you uh, what what did your parents do for a living? What kind of work my did they mom do? was a microbiologist, <laughs> and my dad was uh, he he was um, uh, an investigator agent uh, for the IRS, uh, and then became a, a judge uh, huh? after he left that uh, left that job. Yeah, this was, it was a party s- house. Yeah, pretty serious house. Pretty serious house. around. No. Oh my god! Did what did they what did they want you and encourage? you to go to school for did they encourage you to go and and go like oh you're gonna be a lawyer this this is a factually accurate statement as crazy as it's gonna sound in at least four generations i am the first person in either side of my family especially on the the male side to only have a bachelor's degree 
So like wow. my mom, my dad, all my grandparents, like all were doctors, dentists, lawyers, scientists, wow. everything. So uh, my mom, uh, yeah, they wanted me, uh, you know, to become a, a lawyer or a doctor. Wow. Um, yeah. Pretty much. And um, I knew, thanks to Star Wars, uh, at a very early age, that I wanted to go into show business. Sure. Yeah, I mean, very early. Yeah. yeah. When I yeah. saw the movie the first time, I was born in 76. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So yeah. I was young enough when I saw it to not really understand what a movie was. Right. And the best way I can describe to you what it was like to me to see it was, and I didn't know what this word was, of course, but it was like I had seen a documentary. Because I yeah. saw it and I, for a long time, I was like, I, I you know, I want to join the rebellion. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. be X-wing pilot, and you know, blah blah. And my mom bought me a book, which I still have, the making of Star Wars. It was you know, it was that thick. Yep, eighty yep. percent of which was the thick covers, <laughs> and uh, you know, it had the small models. If you saw the Star Wars episode of Toys, yeah, mm-hmm. we literally replicated. What I saw in that book was that ILM. So cool. Yeah. We shot in a real building, by the way. That re- the real ILM is divided into three parts: the wow. the, the building, mm-hmm. and ILM was on a far on the far left side, and we shot it on the far right side. Man. So same exact building, but just different part of that building. Oh my yeah. dear God! In Van Nuys. Yeah, no, we got to get. I mean, we got to talk about. The 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 show I I have a but I have a couple I got a, a couple more questions sure. for you about about youth about youth yes um where did uh where did you go to high school uh, I went to a, a very small school called the Q Forest School which now would be called a private school but back then it was like a co op or something what were you what were you into back then like what was your I, all the stuff I'm into now I was yeah. into Star Wars and Star Trek hardcore just like I am now. And then, you know, a bit into Transformers, a bit into G.I. Joe. And, you know, I read a lot of Stephen King. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, uh, again, what's now cool. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was definitely the odd man out uh, back then. Well, how, how did you go from, from there? And I know uh, we're, we're going to, we got to focus on, on the show. But you have, you have produced more fucking comedy specials than anyone I've ever met. So... Well, how did you jump from... There's a guy who works here. Right. He's produced more than me. Other than him, I pretty mu- I'm pretty sure I have second place locked. I think so. <laughs> I, I, I as long so. as he and I work together. <laughs> so how did, yeah. you, how did you go from, uh, from living in New York to, to producing uh, comedy? Uh, I went to college in Iowa. I graduated. I drove out here the day after. And, I mean, it was a pretty uh, standard story, in the beginning at least. Uh, I was a production assistant, so, you know, I got people coffee and whatever. Right. Then I met a manager who you, you know. Sure, uh, yeah. You've, you've met. Um, I started off as his assistant. Then uh, I became his partner. Then New Wave bought the company. And uh, I started managing here. I managed for about 10 years. And while I was managing... Uh, every now and then, I only managed comedians. So every now and then, uh, I would sell a comedy special with my client, and uh, we would make it because we had all the tools. And then one day, a guy calls me and is like, hey, man, um, you're doing really good work with these stand-up specials. Would you ever produce a special for a non-client. And I was like, fuck no. I'm like, and you know what? That's very disrespectful. Like, we, yeah. we have a great management you. business. Yeah. Like, that's really fucked up. 
And then uh, I was really rude uh, to the guy. And um, the next morning, I woke up, and I'm in the shower. And it's not a metaphor. This really happened. And I'm in the shower, you know, stressed about money and everything. And I'm like, you know, my job is actually to make money. Uh, as long as it's <laughs> legal, it doesn't really matter how. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I called the guy back, and I apologized. And I'm like, Hilarious. hey, uh, yeah, we'll do it. Sorry, Mr. Seinfeld. I apologize. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, no, it was an agent. Uh, and the comedian uh, was Michael Ian Black. And that was the first oh, wow. special oh, wow. uh, that we ever did. And I always uh, said a lot about our, our management business back then. We uh, started actually getting a lot of calls uh, to produce non-client specials. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and That's all of a great. sudden, um, we did one, and then we did two, and then we did three. And then it was like, maybe we'll just start doing these. So we, at the Amazing. time, and... To this, I mean, still, I'm not aware of anyone else that makes more than two or three a year. I mean, we've right. made yeah. over 20 a year for nine or 10 years now. Holy but shit. But back then, oh it God. was insane. I mean, people thought I had lost my mind because it was very risky because we would spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to make these things. And then, you know, if nobody bought them, again, <laughs> this was pre-Netflix as VOD. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was literally... If Showtime or Comedy Central said no, that's <laughs> it. In trouble. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's before the uh, the Louis C.K. five dollar sell it on your website deal. We started way before that, but yeah. we went during that, and that whole thing was it. It, it was it, it. Here, here's what I'll say about that. He did it. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, Brian, you're fucked. Like, all the artists <laughs> are going to start doing that. No <laughs> right. one's going to hire you. And and I remember saying to myself. I'm pretty sure that's not going to be what happens. Yeah. But here, here's how we'll know if I'm right or I'm wrong. Let's see where Louis does his next special. Yeah. And sure enough, yeah. he did his next special at HBO, mm-hmm. and then his next two specials at Netflix. So that, but it was the beginning of what we were able to do was we had built this library, and then that library, once all the original license deals with Comedy Central or Showtime or whatever expired. The rights reverted back to us. Oh, nice. And then we could keep selling them or keep putting mm-hmm. them out there and monetizing them. Oh, that's And sweet. that allowed us to build basically what we are now, which allowed us to, you know, you know, do the tape that became Toys That Made Us and all the other stuff. So mm-hmm. cool. No, that's so cool. I mean, especially to like, you know... Even if, because you're not you're not personally a comedian, never, um, never and, did it once. And if your passion, your whole life has been toys, it's it's cool to do this kind of thing where you're like, all right, I'm gonna have to, like, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna do Tom Segura special, I'm gonna do Pete Holmes special, Ali Wong special, Jim Gaffigan, I'm gonna do all these specials. But secretly, you're like, what I really want to do. <laughs> like, most people, that is what they really want to do. But you had, like, a secretly, like, what I really want to do is do this fucking TV show. Well, it, I mean, toys, it, it, so I love, and I don't just love comedy. Like, I have truly, like, I collect historical relics in comedy as sure. much as I do toys. Yeah. Um, but, to your point... I mean, when I was a kid, I wasn't sitting there listening to Carlin al- uh, albums on repeat. I was playing with my G.I. Joes. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I've been very blessed in that I can I can really, within reason, just do whatever I want to do. Like, I, I want to do a show about toys. I can make it. It doesn't mean it's going to sell. Yeah. 
But yeah. I was able to make. I was very lucky, and it did mm-hmm. sell. Yeah. So I mean, if you and look, it's great, and it's going into you're going into your third season yeah, right now. We, we in, are in wrapping up our third season. Oh right my now. god! Yeah. Oh. It's so cool. Um, Toys that made us on Netflix first season was the was Star Wars, Barbie, He Man, and GI Joe. But here's my question for you. Uh, I'm ready? Here's what. Here's my question. The theme song. Yes. Well, I know I mentioned this to you before. This is my the favorite theme, question to answer. The theme song is uh, it's an eight-part it documentary, eight documentary, documentary series. Right. But the toys that we are, like, something like this, right? That's right. So, but they only released four first on Netflix. Right. Did they say to you at any point in time, like? Maybe we should change it to four part nope. document. They were just never like, came up. Wow. <laughs> never Because it up. was so fucking smart. Because I watched it going, what is that? Eight part, but I only got four episodes. So then I was like, oh my God, there's going to be more. We're going to get more. This is so great. I'm so excited. Are you changing the yeah, song I'm, for, I'm the new, for the new season? I'm literally now making a note to myself because I just saw a cut this morning. Change it to the 24 part documentary. What we're doing is the 176 part documentary series. What we're doing is, uh, and I guess this is this is absolutely my favorite question and answer. Um, inspired by the uh, the new opening on Star Trek: The Next Generation, mm-hmm. it has become a uh, a continuing uh, oh uh, yeah documentary series. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. That's, that's how, smart. Uh, that's how yeah. we dealt with that problem. Yeah. It's how not did a five year voyage? A continuing voyage. That's right. right. How did you decide? Um, that okay, so you, the so the original eight yeah. that you decided were Star Wars, Barbie, He Man, GI Joe, Star Trek, Transformers, Lego, Hello Kitty. Correct. How did you make the decision on those? Were there other ones originally that you were like, "I'm we're going to do these," and then they got cut down? Yeah, or you didn't ori- get enough stuff for them. So basically, originally it was going to be ten episodes. Uh, and then it went down to eight, long before the deal, the paperwork was even signed. Can I guess on those other two? Sure. Glowworms, uh, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and the Bionic Six. Uh, good, good, oh, I want to guess. guess. I want to guess. I want to guess. Another I want to guess. Also, um, okay, hang on. Mask. Uh, no, that's actually that's, a good. Is that a real guess? guess or a, or a, no, a no, that's guess. not a real guess. Okay, hang on. We got. We're, you missed the you whole said, point of the joke. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. But I'm giving no, legit no, give guesses. A, no, give Silver a, Hawks. Yeah. Give a real guess. Give a real guess. Uh, a real guess. Brave Star. Okay, I have a real guess. That's a semi-real. Parker Brothers. No. Parker so Brothers? not not like that's board not, games? No, no, no. Board games are toys. That's brothers. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, hang on. My Little Pony is My Little Pony. That's one, one of the two. Mm-hmm. One of them. Okay, one yeah, of I could see that one. Okay. Right. How about in in season three now? Okay, all right. Hang on, and then the other one would be Rubik's cubes. Um, like, don't think too hard. Well, it's I, an easy guess. I've got. I yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, yeah. Is it Thundercats? No. Oh, no, oh really? It's not wow. Thundercats, Thundercats, it can't be Thundercats is a failed toy line. <laughs> How dare you? I'm sorry if I have to be the one to tell you. This. <laughs> it's it's uh, one season. I am leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh the the cars. No. Oh, uh, Gobots. But no. Voltron. No. Damn it. Voltron so failed. It's yeah. even harder. I yeah. Think. Okay. What is it? Well, it's, it's one of the biggest toy lines of all time. It's been one of our rules was the toy has to be in production nonstop, which we broke for He-Man, oh. of course, but. Hmm. It's one of the bit most successful toys of all time. It's green. It's green. Oh my God. Silly putty. Slime? No. <laughs> it's four, four main characters that are all green. Oh, gee, of course. <laughs> yeah. 
Steven, you can't be serious. <laughs> oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, okay. All He's right. from Canada. Sorry, I was th- I was like, the Jolly Green Giant? <laughs> the fuck? I only had one of those to play with when I was a kid. <laughs> so, yeah. So, those got cut. When it went down to eight, We I removed those two. Got it. And then, yeah. uh, of the eight, six of them, to me, were no-brainers. Like, right. They, yeah, they were what they were. Uh, Star Trek, I didn't know if we were ever going to get any more episodes, so I just yeah. did that for me, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, it's a great story. Kudos um, to you for filling an hour on Star yeah. Trek merchandise well, I, when I, there is not an hour's worth of Star Trek merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, have you seen the episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it great, right? It, yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, but I... I love the fact that it was such a crazy story compared to all the yeah. other episodes. Like it was, everything was always out of control. Yeah, so that's part of what I liked about it. Yeah. Well, but and I, I liked too that it kind of made that commentary of like there should have been much more done with yeah. this property. Yeah, which you is know? ironically all happened again thanks to Marvel. Yeah. Paramount after fifty two years was like. God, it's great. What's Disney's doing with Marvel? I wish we had something like that. And then so, like, what is your favorite yeah. piece of Star Trek memorabilia that people can buy? Like, like anybody could buy. Like, yeah, like like a a mass produced. Well, not mass, but I mean something that is not a. Hey, this is a model that was used in a movie. All but right, like you can't okay, that's on. a great question. Um, I love the Art Asylum uh, Constitution Class Enterprise. I I think. <laughs> They nailed it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. It was affordable. It was like forty-five bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and their if, figures were great. Yeah, the, gorgeous. The, the like yeah. the laser scan sort yeah. of yeah. faces and stuff like that. Gorgeous. They are great. The one thing I, I have my look, eye on yeah. that I haven't bought yet is they have the uh, Bluetooth communicator yeah. that you can use as a speakerphone for your phone. That's like the original series communicator, and you just like whip it out and be. You know what? You know which uh, toy I always liked of Star Trek was uh, the Data action figure because his arm would open. He had a little flap in his arm. Oh, the old Playmates one. The Playmates one. I always Mm -hmm. thought that one was really cool. Um, What about uh, what about Star Wars? What's your favorite Star Wars like toy that was mass produced? Like like that that you have. So funny, you guys might be surprised to hear this. I never get asked this question. That's a great question. I mean, it has to be the Millennium Falcon. Oh, it's so fucking yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, it was a perfect It's hard to beat Well, which one, though? The, 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 the original, original yeah. one. Yeah. 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 I, I have the scale one, the newer one that's like yeah, to which, scale. I like that one a lot. I mean, it's I out, an outstanding toy. Yeah. Um, but again, for me and my There's age, a nostalgia factor. nostalgia va- yeah. uh, variable. And it was just, if anything, it was just like too good. The yeah. new one, like the escape pod in there, it was just right. brilliant. It's not but yeah. the, the toy enough. It's it's that's more like yeah. in a museum model kind of deal. It is brilliant. I mean, did you notice brilliant. in Stranger Things when yep. they had it flying and it had like a light up hyperdrive? I was like, nope. Yep. That's a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That and there were I saw another huge mistake recently in something where oh yeah. you know, and I hate to say this because I love the show. The Goldbergs. Oh right. sure. It's like, guys, there was no Clone Wars in the eighties. Oh, were right. they talking about the? Oh, what? they had a whole scene in a DVD in a in a in a video store, a video store, not Blockbuster, yeah, but a video store, and it was like all the Clone Wars, uh, like video. VHS. Oh, what? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, Call them up. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, calling yeah. them right now. Which shocks me because the people who make that show are. 
hardcore. No, it was a cutout scene, or it was a scene that was actually. Oh, it's in, in the, the show. Episode. Oh my yeah. god! And I've seen oh, it a few shit. times. Unforgivable. Like the Clone Wars, Boba Fett. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. writing him a letter. Yeah, no. But, when, <laughs> but back to your question, because yeah, this is sure, something yeah. I love answering. Um, the Hello Kitty episode I did for my wife. So that's the nice. only oh. thing she's into, toy-wise. Oh, wow. And I didn't know anything about but it. But it's also huge. I mean, that Sanrio stuff is yeah. enormous worldwide. Yeah. Like, because I, I went to, I was just telling you guys before the show, I went to the Japanese American Museum here in L.A., had a Hello Kitty exhibit sure. a couple years ago I went to because my sister was in town. And it was just you like... Don't, you don't need an alibi. You can, <laughs> you can go yourself. There was just... <laughs> uh-huh. I just felt like it. I was astonished at how much stuff there was because I remember it when I was a kid and I was like, if you had to pick one, I was like, I guess the frog one, the P, whatever, that would be my favorite of the Hello Kitty characters. Yeah. But... I got into Gudetama. I'm obsessed with Gudetama. I'm obsessed yeah. with Gudetama. Yeah. Um, but... Um, but which one like, is that? Of, that's the, the lazy egg. He's just a lazy oh. egg. He's always yeah. just lazy. <laughs> I have but, a feeling um, we would but they, get along. But they had like crazy <laughs> artwork yeah, at that no, thing where like people do like fine art paintings of Hello Kitty and her friends. Every yeah. episode we did had an expert, sometimes more than one. And our Hello Kitty expert, uh, she was the one who ran, who curated that entire thing. She owns mm-hmm. a great store on Melrose. Uh, I think called um, uh, Tokyo. Oh, uh, Tokyo. Uh, Toko- something LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tokyo, LA. Something. No, no, no. It's like to- to- <laughs> Toki Doki. It's like Toki Doki no, or something. Tacos something, LA. Uh, it's something LA. Uh, she's great. Uh, but she, yeah, she was She was our. She's in the episode. Okay. Uh, at the end. She yeah. does a bunch of the interviews. You know but, who's uh, a huge fan that we interviewed? Uh, Lisa Loeb. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she, yeah, she they, sang there. She was like some sort of Hello Kitty ambassador for a while. Yeah, she yeah. was. She, yeah. Yeah. she did but, a tour of Sanrio stores where she would go and sing in the stores with Hello Kitty. With Hello Kitty. Like they and were she had like a song about Hello Kitty that she would do, and it was a whole thing. So funny. But, uh, of all the 12 episodes we've done, other than Star Wars, uh, Hello Kitty is the most uh, profitable toy. Really? Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. If it's, that if, doesn't oh. surprise me, actually. Yeah. yeah. By, by a wide margin. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Now, d- no offense ye- to Thundercats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have their day. No, they won't. They might. Uh, They're coming back. Uh, sort of. But uh, the, the Thundercats fans have been abused quite a bit. We've, <laughs> we've had a lot of false starts. Where well, you're like, Ving Rhames is going to be Panthro. It'll yeah, be perfect. And, and then happened. it just doesn't happen. Yeah. 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 That was so sad. And then he, he eats too many tacos. Yeah, and and, and like, oh, everyone's oh, like, well, yeah. the dream is dead. It happens. But. Now, internationally, what would you say is like one of the most successful toy brands outside of Hello Kitty? I mean, the, the number one toy this year, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Star Wars took a real beating this year. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Star, this might be the first year in like 25 years. Star How Wars did you feel about that? Were you one. surprised by that? Or? I wasn't surprised at all. Uh, and I'm not yeah. some lunatic um, Last Jedi nutcase, but I, I mean, I will say... <laughs> For me personally, yeah, you know, I walked out of um, uh, the Force Awakens, and yeah. I bought every Ray figure I could find. Totally. I bought yeah. every Finn. I bought every vehicle. I was obsessed with the characters. Yeah, and I would quite possibly never buy another Ray or Finn figure again because of how bad Last Jedi was. I, wow! I yeah. when I saw Last Jedi, I. I walked out of the movie theater and I went, I was like, I'm so 
annoyed by all the fucking choices that were made. Like, I was so annoyed with so much shit. Everything was and weird. There were, and there were things in the movie, like the her um, you know, Leia getting the getting the Force and flying back onto the ship and stuff, where I was like, I was like. Whoa! When it happened, I was like, "Whoa!" I, I said, "I did." I made that noise. Whoa! <laughs> in the movie theater, and when when Yoda showed up and they had their conversation, I was like, "Whoa, cool!" And then I saw it a second time, and I was like, "Oh, I don't like that thing with the Leia thing. That's really annoying and fucking weird." And she's she's passed on and she's the only person that's still alive when the movie ends yeah like, like it would have been logically f- it would have been a great place to yeah. exit that character why on the fucking earth would they would they keep that character alive when that person has knowing passed? What knowing that we yeah. they knew when the movie came out that it had already well, happened i'm very glad i didn't see it oh because it of was my you, you still never seen it no i refuse i anything jj abrams touches I, i'm done Oh, but I thought Force Awakens was a plus. I saw it three oh, times I thought it was in great. The theaters. I thought it was great. I, I, I but he first Star Trek he, movie. I'm out he, because he got very upset a plus. With no, I I, I want to kick J.J. Abrams with the balls for <laughs> blowing up Vulcan. You can't blow up Vulcan. You made you made a <laughs> shitty universe where Tuvok doesn't exist, yeah, and that know, is not acceptable. Uh, <laughs> it's not acceptable. You know what's weird about that? I agree with you on that about Vulcan. He could have picked another I, planet. But I thought that movie was still so good. Eh. I I loved it. I <laughs> absolutely loved it. <laughs> Not for me. I I if I truly think if there's anybody who can fix the mess, and I don't he, even yeah. think when he it comes can. to Star when it comes to Star Wars, I a hundred percent agree. That I don't even know how you fix it unless you just pretend it didn't happen. I think you can. And there is a precedent. Yeah. There is precedent for this. Star Trek Five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Star Trek was a different Star <laughs> yeah. Trek because it was a TV show. It was episodic. Right. So Star Trek Six literally just just kind of it, it, like, it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. 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 Um, but Star Trek Six is directly tied to Star Trek Two, Three, and Four. Yeah. So if they do that, yeah, that could work. But I, I don't think they'll have the balls to do it. Well, from the time that I think Star Wars is too narrative. It's too yeah. linear. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, the, from the start of Last Jedi to the end of Last Jedi, every single thing that anyone tries to do to move anything forward gets ruined. So nothing changes except for. Uh, Luke Skywalker stopping them from killing uh, what's her name, but even that is he vanishes, but then he's back oh, in this in the next movie. T- nothing changed. Nothing happened. It, I knew we were in trouble from the the first second for, from the first minute or two of the movie. Yeah, because uh, again, I'm no military strategist, but. Right. I don't think uh, uh, bombers uh, in space uh, is is a, a terrible <laughs> logical yeah. uh, thing. Yeah. Like, uh, right. If you have fighters, yeah, with with, with missile capabilities in zero that gravity, have, that have proven yeah. their ability to destroy star destroyers and Death Stars. Yeah. Right. Why why are you going with slow speed bombers? Why are so, bomb Why are bombs being dropped? Yeah. Yeah. In so outer I, space. I, that's right. my point. I, I saw the bombers in some... I saw, like, the pictures of them before the movie came out. I saw the Lego thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool, bombers. Just assuming they'd be bombing land targets. Yeah. Right. So when the movie started <laughs> and it was bombers what are they doing in space dropping yeah. bombers on other spaceships Wait, with a full... They're dropping bombs in space because then if you miss, it just keeps going. The whole thing was ludicrous. Yeah. And, but, but, but there's literally a scene at the beginning of the movie... Where he's heading towards his his bomber, yeah. uh, uh, Poe, right? Literally yells out uh, like, S- "I don't remember. I'll never watch the film again." But literally, like <laughs> running to his X-wing or something is like, "Let's go, boys!" 
And it was like, oh, <laughs> something's wrong. Something's yeah. weird something's, going on something's here. Weird. Something's very wrong well, today. My favorite yeah. scene, my favorite, the scene in the movie that fucking <laughs> where I went, huh, was when she uh, she hands him the lightsaber at, uh, on the island, and he takes it. And he goes, he goes, he goes, oh, this old thing, and Johns <laughs> over his shoulder, and then slowly like dances away. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Did you say he Paul? Just, was Paul Lind in the movie? Because that's what Basically. you just did. It was so close to that of him just being like flipped it over his shoulder and then like literally skipped out of the scene. And she was like, what? And they're like, oh, you mean like the thing that people honor the most and this thing that everyone should care about? And then and we've waited this whole time. The, the build up to it at the end of Force Awakens was gorgeous. It was Lord of the Rings gorgeous when she is getting I, handing him I mean, the thing. I, I put that up there in probably my top five favorite Star Wars moments of all time. Right. And yeah. I would argue it's the best Star Wars ending of any Star Wars film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boy, uh, yeah. Anyway. What are you going to yeah. do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Sorry. Good uh, luck, JJ. Listeners. Good Sorry. luck. <laughs> You're going to need it. JJ, I'll meet you in an alley. Kick your ass. <laughs> Leave JJ alone. Um, hey, guys, uh, we're here at uh, LA Comic Con, and we're having such a great time. And one of the cool things that we've been able to do here is give away amazing stickers to everyone that's come through yes. from StickerU.com. StickerU.com allows you to upload your logo or any artwork to the online editor, add text, borders, and order custom die-cut products from stickers to labels to decals, magnets, patches, badges, iron-ons. I mean, this is, it's made for cons, Now, man. these aren't those lazy stickers that you stick them somewhere and they droop off no, right away. No, these are gorgeous, beautiful stickers. Or the color fades real quick. Oh, no, no. These are incredible stickers. They're top of the line. They're beautiful. And with StickerU.com, you can order any size, any shape, and any quality. Most any sticker size, guys, any yeah, shape? Any shape. We're talking, we have a sticker here that is absolutely enormous. Uh, literally, I could stick it to you, and it could be your costume. Uh, most sticker guys out there force you to buy like a minimum number of stickers or pages. But with I sticker hate those U, guys. Yeah, no, with StickerU.com, there's no minimum. All right? You can do literally just one sticker. It is it's, there's so much fun. It's so much fun. Wait there's, a second. If I can, just want one you sticker. Can get one sticker of whatever you want in whichever way you want it. There's no setup costs. Unbelievable. Or die cut, die charges. Um, like the there's other There's no stickers. die charges? No, there's no die charges like the other companies. Uh, it's it's really incredible stuff. It's making those other companies sound like jerks. They are jerks. Uh, sticker use technology automates everything. And the moment you check out uh, your custom manufacturing process is is initiated. How about I that? I love when things are initiated. <laughs> Me too. That's my favorite. Uh, when people think of ordering online, they uh, they think of ready-made products that are boxed up, shipped out as soon as the order transaction is completed. But Sticker U is way cooler because everything's at your fingertips, and you can literally you could go on your phone, you can do it on your phone, you can do it on your computer. You got to check it out, and it goes right. It's literally to your specifications. So literally, uh, literally. Not figuratively, but literally. Uh, so if you're uh, if you're around, uh, if you come to our shows, we're gonna have stickers for you because these stickers are amazing. Uh, check them out, guys. They're awesome. And whether you need new stickers for your laptop, skateboard, or as handouts at an event, or you're coming to an awesome con like LA Comic Con, this is the thing to do. You need to, uh, to check them out. Uh, stickeru.com. That's right. Uh, stickeru.com. Stickeru. Sticker who.com? Sticker you.com. Uh, so, uh, for He Man. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he man. What's your relationship like with uh, with He Man? How did how did what's your What's your relationship? How long have you been dating? Of all the toys we covered in yeah. the first two seasons, that is easily the one I knew the least about. Yeah. yeah. Um, I knew more about Hello Kitty. I knew more about Barbie than I did about He Man. Really? Yeah, absolutely. By a wide margin, I never was into it. Um, so, uh, I, I now have a pretty nice He-Man collection. I've, I've very no. much gotten into it. Uh, and I love the story. I mean, just, first of all, those guys were great. They're so just great. great, uh, great people to interview. And they're so fun that these, these guys, Matt, uh, uh these, these old, these old guys are like, I came up with He-Man because <laughs> I was a fan of Conan the Barbarian and I drew a picture. And then another guy's like, I invented He-Man and I invented him 30 years before that man in high school. <laughs> yeah. And then some I mean, other guy's like... That's, that's actually a very accurate, accurate analysis yeah. of, of what happened. By the way, My yeah. Little Pony, very similar. Really? Uh, except even more people involved. Yeah, uh, claiming I always be. liked ponies. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so did the rest of the world. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's so it's My Little Ponies in season three. Yeah, and and do you invite do you interview any bronies as part of that? Like, do you get into we, that aspect of it? We do. We get into it a little bit. I mean, I will say this: now that I've produced the episode, I I get it. Like, it's not yeah. weird because the ponies have. If you get into it for some mm-hmm. like. I happen to produce a TV show yeah. about it. That was my <laughs> end. Yeah, but right, like, yeah. if you have a sister or someone who gets you in, there's a whole mythology there. Mm-hmm. There is more of a mythology that I would argue makes more sense in My Little Pony than in He-Man. Well, and you like, know, Q is in My yeah. Little Pony. Oh, yeah. Of we course. interviewed. John Delancey. <laughs> yeah, we interviewed. Did you uh, interview Tara Strong, our yes, dear, dear friend? Yeah, I, I love her. I She's watched great. a documentary about <laughs> bronies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I forget which John one it was, Lance. but then there was only a tiny bit in it about the people who are cloppers, who are the ones I find really fascinating. Those are the people who are like into My Little Pony sexually, oh. which is like a whole oh. nother yeah, thing. We, uh, They've got their whole art, which I'm sure you didn't do on your show. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you were wise to stray from that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I won't say who sent it to us because... Um, yeah, you know, partly, uh, partly for legal reasons, I can't tell you. <laughs> but we were sent a, a hard drive mm-hmm. of all uh, porn stars who loved My Little Pony uh, being interviewed about. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry about Hello Kitty. Okay, uh, being interviewed <laughs> about Hello Kitty, uh, and it was just literally two hours of porn stars. Completely clothed, no sex, no nothing. <laughs> uh, just being like, well, here's my uh, my little pony. Or sorry, <laughs> here's Hello my uh, Hello, Hello Kitty, Kitty hairbrush. And here's my, uh, and you're like. What's funny is that's still porn for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> hearing yeah. hearing yeah. porn stars talk about their My Little uh, Pony yeah, collection or Hello Kitty yeah. collection. is still <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone is still excited that about is, that. that. They're like, and where would I go true. to find that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, what about uh, what about G.I. Joe? Where are you at with G.I. Joe? I love G.I. Joe. Uh, I always did. Um, the Rattler was one of my favorite. I'd say the Rattler was one step below the Millennium Falcon for like my oh, favorite yeah. toy. Yeah. Um, so um, that one had the cool uh, battle damage panels that yes. you could switch mm-hmm. out. That's right. I loved that. I and thought that it was had the that Gatling thing. gun. In yeah, the, front. the turret with the. Cupboard. It was an A10. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, but, and G.I. Joe had the best action figures because they actually yeah. bent in way more places. And they had the oh, rubber yeah, band holding yeah. them really together. Poseable. So you could do a lot more with them than like your Star yeah. Wars figures are very stiff because they're just like plastic and you can. Basically, the do worst that thing that could happen to your G.I. Joe is his thumbs would snap off or his crotch would snap off. Oh. And then <laughs> they it's were just kind of. So yeah. many crotchless <laughs> men. <laughs> really ruined everything. So many but if men. that rubber band broke, he bad was, on he the was screwed. Bad that day. was a hard I used one. I always pretended that guy stepped on a landmine or something the guy whose rubber band exploded I, I used one when i was in high school we had to do i had to do a report and uh mine was on medieval torture devices so i put sure. a gi joe action figure on a rack because i could actually <laughs> stretch them out and really? i built a rack and put a gi joe it was bazooka joe put oh, him on the rack bazooka joe <laughs> do you guys oh. remember manglore sure manglore sure, the, sure, it was sure. like it smelled like chemicals it looked like a grumpy version of the jolly green giant and <laughs> And like if if the Jolly Green Giant and Swamp Thing had a baby man, yeah. <laughs> that's what this thing would be. And it was supposed to be indestructible. You could rip its arms and legs off and they were supposed to stick back on forever. Yeah. But it just would kind of stick back on and then fall <laughs> off. And then it slowly rotted. And every kid I knew had one that had like the cat had gotten to it or something like Jesus that. And they were Christ. all just jacked up. But it was a really yeah. weird Manglor. toy Toys from the that 80s. Have not been made. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would, That's that would an be a fun I bonus. Really want to do. Yeah. Yeah, Toys I'm, that should not have been made. I, I, I love uh, going. Sometimes you, I go through my mom's like old pile of toys that she has like in a box, and I'll find stuff like Silverhawks. Like oh, find, yeah. Like a Silverhawks toy or like a. Or like a, uh, uh, not a Matt. Well, who was the name of the guys that had the reflector thing, the hologram? Oh, uh, visionaries. Visionaries right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and v- like a visionaries toy right now, like in good condition, is worth like a shitload yeah, yeah. of money. Like some yeah. of those are really worth because nobody well, bought them back then. One of the things that I loved about making the show yeah. was uh, you really see how delicate success was. Um, oh yeah, like. And the the greatest, and I, I hope we get to make this episode one day, the toys that should have not been made, uh, uh, the inspiration for that idea and what I think is the flagship toy of that show is Dune. Oh, yeah. Because you look at the line and what LJN put into it. Uh, yeah. Because they truly, and it makes you appreciate Star Wars for yeah. the rest of the day. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Silverhawks and, and everything like that. Yeah, like that Clash of the so, Titans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very. Oh God, there's yeah. tons of that stuff. Very, so, a lot of work to what, have these. Well, and you look at like, uh, even like Secret Wars, which was like, you look at, you Secret pitch Wars that line to, big hit. today. Well, it only lasted like, what, two waves? I think it was more than two waves. I think it was four waves with a fifth that didn't get released there was like a, the ones that got released in the UK or something, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but like if you were to release that today, yeah. there would be no end to. Well, it's basically kind of Marvel Legends. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel Legends, which week. is yeah. insane. Marvel Legends is. I don't know how they make money on those. They're <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> they're yeah. They're gorgeous. I mean, they're These toys are gorgeous. By the way, on that topic, and this is something I should never bring up, but uh, yeah, uh, it's like my crack is Eagle Moss. Oh, those little like uh, they're pewter, aren't they? No, or they're they're metal. They're metal, not, I don't yeah. Think they're pewter, but they're the most. First of all, I think they're now making 180 issues. They're these beautiful uh, Star Trek ship uh, miniatures. Yeah. But like, 
like I said, I think they're greenlit to 180 issues. By like issue 11, they were yeah. out of like regular ships. Yeah, they started making right like these ridiculous. <laughs> well, things. and they're doing people now too that look really realistic. They're doing like yeah, the yeah. Alien franchise. Yeah, and I know a few. Well, others. I only do the Star Trek one in Galactica, yeah. but uh, the um, that yeah. T- again, I don't know. They're out of like here's a Breen warship that was in half Absolutely. of an episode. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. They, I mean, yes. Oh yeah. Like they did that. <laughs> yeah. that was He's like yes. He's like that's yeah. the one. He's like it's on they're, my shelf. They're doing <laughs> ships that were like out of focus hulks floating by from the battle. <laughs> Are they Island. doing stuff? Uh, see, I play a Star Trek mobile game on my phone all the time, right? And then they've gotten so many characters, and they're like, all right, so now we've got the. Uh, Alternate Mirror Universe Picard, yeah, which was yeah. never in the show, but it was in like three comic well, episodes. Comic books. That's comic a right. comic book line now. <laughs> yeah. but, yeah. um, they and he's all buffed ships. with like, yeah. like sleeveless shirt. How many different versions yeah. of Pike are there now on that game? Uh, <laughs> I think there's only three Pikes. Only three. Also sleeveless. Oh, a bunch of Troys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Second officer. But they do like, you know, like chaotica for Janeway when she was wow. like in the, in the holodeck which is great well you know what's so funny uh, about uh, the toys that made us is that y- y- when you when when regular people that are not ma- like regular people who We're don't not any of us yeah who don't have uh, shelves and shelves and shelves of action figures in their uh, in their home or office um, when those people watch this show what ends up happening is is they then buy they, shelves. Then they go, they go. I better go buy some fucking shelves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they go. I'm gonna go find the things I had when I was a kid, and they start trying to look yeah. for those pieces. That's right, yeah. And uh, one of those places. So we your went show to, is, should be produced by IKEA. Yes, yeah, seriously, dude. <laughs> you, seriously, we. Uh, Mike took me to this place called uh, Frankenson's, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. cool. I, I, you've I, been there. I have a rule that I've never, <laughs> I've never broken. I only go <laughs> don't once. go to Frankenstein. I only go once a year. Wow. I mean, it's uh, yeah. It's, you can get sucked in pretty dude, deep. They have everything there. Yeah, everything. Like I'd say, the odds of you asking them for ten things. Yeah. If if it had been cataloged. Right. I, I couldn't imagine it's not there. No, I know. Yeah. I I wanted the. You know what it is? Like, do you know the history of the place? No, I don't know anything about it. It was a fulfillment center for early online like eBay people mm-hmm. so that most of the original people there which is i think still more than half yeah that's just where they kept their shit like and then they'd get their orders they'd go there and ship it and then basically people started coming and they were like well i guess why don't we open the whole thing to everybody <laughs> yeah and that's that was the order it was a fulfillment that so makes a lot of sense two wow. warehouses because there's that whole front section that's all like arts and crafts weird well that's part of the newer place since stuff. it was open to the public oh, okay but like yeah it was it yeah. was literally just a place for people to store stuff wow. that didn't own a store yeah wow it's brilliant like when you go there it's just oh my yeah, god there's literally a I, shop I, for I, everything i haven't gone you know? this year yet yeah because i've been out of control buying stuff <laughs> by the way speaking of that do you know there's another vintage toy store a block away from uh blast from the past which place are you talking about? <laughs> One Which block place? over? Are you talking about anti- Burbank no, Antiques? Black Hat Comics. Really? I have not been there. I was at um, uh, Blast from the Past. Right. I was leaving. One of the guys there started asking me about episodes, and we were talking, I, and as I'm sure you could tell, I love talking about Dune. Sure. And he's like, well, you got to go to Black Hat Comics. they got a lot of Dune there. I go, what is that? What? He's like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's a block away. I literally walked there. Which direction? Uh, towards Buena Vista. 
Okay. Towards yeah. Burbank. Town, towards downtown Burbank. Okay, so wait, towards, uh, towards where Pinocchio's is? To where, I don't know where Pinocchio's is. Uh, if the, you're coming towards out, the Taco out the Bell. front door of Blast from the Past, if left you, or right? If, 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 if you walk out and it's behind you, yeah. take a left, walk a block and a half. Okay. okay. And it's it's fantastic. Really? Yeah. Huh. You know you know what uh, happened Steve over was there? like, how far is it by car? <laughs> 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 what if an out of shape person wanted to go? <laughs> a a shape block person. and a half? I don't have all day. <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh I went to uh Blast on the Pass one time and they go, um I said, I'm really looking for vintage, you know, Star Wars stuff. And they yeah. at the time they were a little low. Now they've got a lot of vintage Star Wars stuff. But I was like, I'm really looking for this stuff. And they were like, "Uh, there's another place down the street called Burbank Antiques. You can go over there if you want. I walk into Burbank Antiques, and they've got the cantina set, the cantina toy from the 1980s. It's like a very narrow, small store. Yes. Like these two. And they've got a lot of lunch pails. This retired couple owns it. Yeah. (laughs) And I walk in, I go, how much is the cantina set? And the guy goes, $45. And I go, $45 $45 for an original 1979, 1978 uh, cantina set. And he goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I go, yeah, here's my $45. Thank you. I take it. It's got all the original pieces, got the doors, got the bar, the whole That's, thing. I'm surprised to hear that because he seems to be pretty good on his prices. Yeah. Uh, I I get it. As I'm walking out. It's a new one? Yeah. As I'm walking out. No, it's not new. It's oh. It's original. I go, well, how much are these over here, the, 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 these other ones? He's like, oh, these action figures, these are like five bucks a piece. And I was like, these are all original vintage Star Wars toys. Uh-huh. And I go, great. I was like, I'll take these like 10 or 15 of these fucking toys. I, I buy like about $100 worth of stuff. I leave. I come back like a week later, and he goes... All this, all the toys, all the Star Wars toys are now thirty dollars a piece, and <laughs> yeah. the, and they have another Cantina set, and the Cantina set is a hundred and eighty-five dollars. Yeah, how long and ago is this? Because he's is, usually this pretty is good a, with the prices. This is about two years ago. Huh? I'm and he goes, ago, and he goes, uh, yeah, they, we didn't know, uh, you know, I just didn't know what, it, I didn't really know what this stuff really was, and huh. uh, and the guy who owned this stuff, he had just priced it real low to get rid of it. And uh, so, but now he knows how much it's worth. So now he, you know, he's he's selling it for the right price. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, okay, great. Well, uh, it was nice coming here Too that one time. Bye." <laughs> so, yeah, like every once in a while, I'll have one of those. Like on, uh, like uh, some some lady. I got one of the. I got a ship that I've always wanted since I was a kid that I got for like recently and I got it through uh, Facebook on Facebook uh, Marketplace Marketplace yeah. I put in Star Wars Vintage and uh, and a, a lady was selling the Imperial Shuttle the, with the big fin yeah yeah oh, Tidarium yeah, yeah. fly and, casual oh so cool. Not too so, casual. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's almost perfect. It's missing one little tiny little, you know, covering area. But that thing really was like to scale. Yeah. Like when it came out. Yeah. It, it was, was like one of the few that huge. was like huge. I got one. Enormous. And I don't even have a Millennium Falcon, but I got that. I yeah. said I said, uh, how how much for this thing? And she was like, It's forty dollars. And I was like, uh, okay. Uh, is it original? When's it from? She goes, I don't know. It's my boyfriend's, but he, Fuck him. you know, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a real he's asshole. Not here. He's not around. And so you <laughs> right. can come pick it up. Come meet me in this grocery store shopping center. I meet her in the grocery store shopping center. She pulls it out in the box, in the original no. box. 
and I got it. I, I gave her $50 for it, took it, and then I go, do you have any of his other stuff that he's getting rid of? And she goes, I have an A-Wing, and I bought an oh, original 1980s like a droid's A-Wing. A-Wing. Oh, and it is just... It's great. The a only droid's A wing. Well, the it's the the. I think per- that was the only one in the. It's the only 80s. one. It's the nineteen. 19- no, was, uh, was that right? I, I think there was so. a real A wing than a droid's A wing. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. It might. Well, I've become obsessed with droids. <laughs> I think it. <laughs> I think it is the show A-wing. brought out yeah. of me. Yeah, and it's like a purplish color, and it's got the dates on it and everything. But yeah, it's burgundy. Sort a, of burgundy, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you yeah. remind me after this, I think we still have some season one magnets uh, oh. wrap gift, which was. Do you remember Vlix? Yeah, yeah, it was Vlix. Vlix, we had a we had a five minute pod on Vlix <laughs> in the first cut. <laughs> nice. And our executive at Netflix, uh, Nat uh, Nat Gruley, was the best exec ever. Uh, he was like. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you don't need a five-minute section on Blix. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. And that, to be honest with you, that kind of saved the show because that yeah. became our, our metaphor for what to leave in and, and cut out. Sure. Like, yeah. has, there been, has there been interviews that you've had with people on that show where you were like, oh, we can't put this in, or it just... That's, they... a, that's an understatement. Uh, <laughs> really? My entire career, except for this show, the number one thing you want when people, you interview them, is they get angry. Second place is sad and crying. <laughs> with the greatest irony ever, I've never produced a show in my life with more anger and crying than this one. <laughs> oh, wow. There are people, but I decided early on that's not the show we're making. This is a happy show about toys. Yeah, right. The, the He-Man episode, for example, I can talk about this There's now because the new doc got mm. into it a lot more than a lot of did. bad blood there. We were like, hey, these four guys that kind of don't like each other. Uh, they, they really hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> we interviewed, uh, not on He-Man, but on another toy. Um, you know, one of the things we showed in the Star Wars episode was that after uh, Hasbro bought Kenner, um, because Star Wars was so successful, Hasbro did a very bizarre thing in, in any business, not just the toy business. Like, I, I've within reason never heard of this happening before. Uh, basically, uh, Hasbro was like, yeah, we're number one. We bought you, but uh, we're going to fire all our department heads and uh, replace them with you. So, mm. you know, it, it's in the He-Man. Ep- it's in the G.I. Joe episode, wow. I think, where we show one of the creators or one of the craftsmen be like, yeah, I was overseeing like 80 million a year in business. And then they put me in charge of Play-Doh uh, because wow. everybody got replaced with Kenner. A lot of the people we interviewed about that time I mean, we interviewed a guy, he literally was shaking with rage. And like I said, any other show I've produced, that would have been in the cold open. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Would have opened on that. Yeah. Uh, But no, I I didn't want that to be, I wanted this to be a happy show. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. So, shit. We are putting out a DVD next year. Mm -hmm. Really? So, that'll be every. DVD extras, all that. What I think we're, it's all literally being done right Mm -hmm. now. But what I think we're going to do. And I'm, uh, I'm told this is not a good idea, but I still think I'm going to do it. Because um, my theory is nobody's going to buy this who hasn't seen it. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm 99% yeah. of people are going to buy it for the extras. So I think we're just going to put the full first cuts. So you'll oh, see. What, so every episode, instead of being 44 minutes, every episode will be like 65 to 90 minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you just see Shit. the first cut. I think that's what people are going to want if that's they're going to get it. Because if they yeah. want to see the show as it is, 
Yeah. They just turn on Netflix. Yeah. Nobody has nobody has stopped having Netflix and is going right. to buy a DVD. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. So, so yeah. what what That's exclusive so. action figure will come with the DVD set? We, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, man. NECA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So we uh, we have partnered with this is new. This is you're breaking news here. Oh, oh nice. Right? Uh, well done, Mike Black. <laughs> Very proud of myself. Right. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a TV with the yeah. toys that made us on the screen. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's man. very cool. You know, they have uh, another TV coming out of uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, that's already out. Primetime uh, bitch. That's kind of how we know. got a deal on Oh, nice. No. <laughs> it's just the screen's not smashed. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be nice bookends. <laughs> you know? I love that. That's so Mike's great. like, where do I pre-order? That's exactly. So yeah. Uh, Seriously. So as somebody, you've seen a lot of the toy business. What do you think makes a successful toy different from an unsuccessful toy? Like when you talk about Thundercats being a flop, it's not that people didn't like the it's, Thundercats. It's, like why did the toy flop? It's luck. Yeah. It's absolute luck. Dune bombing, that was normal. Star Wars succeeding. Was astonishing. Was not just astonishing. I mean, it didn't just succeed. It's the number one movie of all time. Was. So this guy bet. Till Avatar. But. No, if you take into account inflation by well, a wide margin. Well, then it's gone with the wind. But. Well, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> this, I said, this guy's uh, fun at parties. He's <laughs> a real <laughs> pain in the ass. But uh, I mean, those gone enough. with the wind figures. <laughs> <laughs> Not selling lately. I li- um, Brian, nobody's but, uh, buying red. Brian, on the way here, I literally said to Matt, "I go, our friendship of Matt and my friendship <laughs> is basically." Us trying not to kill each other all the time while having so much fun. That's, That's what it basically is. what yeah, it is. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it it really, I mean, you saw if you saw the He Man episode. I mean, mm-hmm. it was all the it was these two dudes bullshitting about everything that <laughs> yeah. happened at work, and it, it it caught on. Where so many other toys right around the same time failed. Yeah. So it. It really, you just got to get lucky that you're tapping into the right thing at the right time. I think He-Man would have failed without the cartoon. Mm -hmm. So it's lucky there was a cartoon there. But then you could make the argument, there were a lot of shows with cartoons, including Thundercats. But Thundercats, even though a little kid might not know what the word derivative means, can feel the emotion of derivative. and. Got it. Like, this is just He-Man in fucking <laughs> blue spandex. Yes. Yes. He-Man as a cat. Yeah. So it, it really, yeah. it really, and then again, you have Star Trek, which was the great example of everything was working on screen, mm-hmm. but the toys wouldn't do well, or then it'd be canceled and everything failed and the toys were doing well. Like, it was all, it was all just very yeah. lucky. I mean, everybody had to go with their gut. And sometimes it worked. Some a mask is another yeah, uh, underappreciated mask. failure. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean utter fail and by the way, a really funny failure. Because it really is, yeah. The first two years, the mask that we uh, it seems like you really know your toys, so you probably well, know quite this. a bit. Yeah. But um you know, the first two lines and the two seasons of the cartoon, yeah, they were the things we know. The the cars became the planes and everything. Right. So literally the last year was just all it was completely what was the name of that? Um, there was the, one where they fought like a giant the, the, poison cloud yeah, but, or something. No, yeah. but everything changed. They weren't like motorcycles that became helicopters anymore. They were. They yeah. became. It was like a completely different. There was a lot gimmick. of like, yeah, a lot more gimmicks. A lot of like phasing. 
like things that would cloak and turn like invisible. They had like a lot of the figures started it, becoming it, invisible and stuff. It was even more. Oh, and like the bad guy had a, an evil twin brother who was even more evil. Just, but it got away from the <laughs> masks. Yeah. Like, it didn't even yeah. have the masks anymore. The greatest example of all time with this is um, what is the name of that Tim Burton movie with Johnny Depp where he's like a vampire? Oh, Dark, uh, Dark, Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. Yeah. Dark Shadows is the greatest example of this. The series when it went off the rails. The series in the 1960s back well, in the day, right? When the show came out, it was literally uh, just a soap opera. Yeah. yeah. There was no right. supernatural element whatsoever. The ratings were bad. The network was like, if you don't double your ratings in six weeks, you're off the air. And they were like, well, you got nothing to lose. And then yeah. one day, everyone at home was watching the same thing they'd been watching for a year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ghost came out of the wall. And all of a sudden... <laughs> It became a ghost and goblin. Well, show. you know, an even better <laughs> example of that, Amazing Fantasy. What's it was that? all like romance, teen, drama, comic books. Right. And then on the 15th issue, they were like, we're canceling this. And Stan Lee was like, so I can just do what I want on the last one? And they're like, yeah. So he wrote Spider-Man. 100% true. That's yeah. how Spider-Man came yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, I never, even, I never yeah. heard that before. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that cool? I never heard of yeah, he I, th- it. I thought it was a guy he got bit it. by a radioactive spider, but what do I know? No, no that no. is. That's no. the story. But, <laughs> yeah, that, but it's, just, that's yeah. the one he told in the 15th issue. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I never heard that before. The, yeah, the, There's the, a famous soap opera where that Aaron Spelling did. Yeah. Where they had no control. The network had no control of the budget. Yes. And it was a yes. regular soap opera. <laughs> and then they canceled him, but he still had one more episode to shoot. Yeah. And again, I don't. I shouldn't mm-hmm. say this with you around, but I believe <laughs> taking into account inflation to this day, it's the most expensive hour of all time. It was literally like a complete regular soap opera, like yeah. Dallas. Uh, yeah. In that last episode, out of nowhere, an alien spaceship lands, and, the, <laughs> and all the characters get into a shout factory. Re-released it solely because it has such a pop and. They built. No they way. built literally wow. a full size section. That's amazing. Of the bottom of the sh- of the spaceship that they lowered down on cranes mm-hmm. and shot it, and it was just a Shit. fuck you from Aaron Spelling <laughs> to the network. No like, cancel way. me, motherfuckers. That is, that that is yeah. awesome. Oh, I, I mean, love If you that. Google it, Aaron Spelling Spaceship Land mm-hmm. it was a one season show wow. that again had nothing to do with aliens. Nothing about aliens or anything. Episode. And then alien ship landed. Oh, I love stuff like That's that. That's like the uh, Saint Elsewhere final episode. Oh yeah, you uh, don't know, Matt. That. You probably can tell this better than I could. So, Saint Elsewhere runs for like seven, eight years, whatever it was, and then at the end, uh, the final scene, it turns out that there was like an autistic child that was looking at a snow globe that all of this was in his imagination. He was never, imagining St. Elsewhere was happening inside the snow globe, which was St. Elsewhere Hospital. <laughs> and people have used that because of a crossover yeah. to theorize that everything on NBC in the 1980s was inside this kid's <laughs> imagination, where they're like, they're like, right. cheers, and uh, the Golden Girls fit it was into all that. Yeah. inside that kid's imagination. They're, and by extension, Seinfeld, I think, was somehow <laughs> in that somehow kid's imagination. Like, they bow, tailed bow, it through. Bow, 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 bow. I'm in a... <laughs> What's to do with this globe? <laughs> I yeah. never heard that before. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Because that's like one of the people, like one they say is one of the worst finales of all time. Yeah. If you're going to do a twist finale, the way they did it on Newhart, where they went back to the Bob Newhart show, was really good. Right. But then every other time they've tried to do these big twist endings, and you're like, no, that just kind of shat all yeah, over the whole show. super weird. <laughs> So funny is, is Google getting worse? I've, I've never. Yeah, they've been weird the last few days. Never I've had noticed. a problem uh, finding us. 
it's it you're looking the Saint Elsewhere snow globe. No, 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 I'm looking up the the spaceship landing oh. thing. Maybe it wasn't spelling. Maybe that was in an autistic child's imagination. <laughs> imagination. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe an alien. Maybe an autistic alien. Well, <laughs> landed uh, his ship. <laughs> well, even though th- this will this will air in uh, in in a in a week or so after the. Uh, the the our Comic Con our L A Comic Con experience with you, Brian. I uh, I gotta say I'm super super excited about you coming to do Antiques uh, Antiques mm-hmm. Nerd Show. I'm so psyched to yeah. be invited. Thank We're you. like I, here's the you're thing bringing is, stuff. I'm bringing some things. You're from bringing home. stuff. I don't. I'm bringing stuff, and I don't even really collect toys, but I'm bringing my coolest things I've got. I don't oh. think Brian's gonna bring <laughs> all anything four of them. Because, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, you don't have <laughs> to bring anything, Brian. No. It's more than I five. brought something to San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. and, and somebody stole it. Uh, no, I was just terrified. It, I, oh, it's yeah. one of my prized possess. You're a Trekkie, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have a Wesley Crusher uh, Galoob figure. Oh, not yeah. only do I have that. I have it on the Captain Picard artwork. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I brought that with me because I was told to, uh, and then I spent the, the you know the rest of the day terrified. Just I was terrified. Lose. Yeah, you're like in a yeah. put in a briefcase that's handcuffed to your wrist or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should, yeah it's nerve wracking. Best way to go around. Yeah, that is the, the worst environment to have yeah. something like that. Yeah, to be <laughs> you know? walking around with something yeah. that precious. That's why I'm going to bring something from Mask. I believe. Uh, but I'm not gonna say what it is. But I'll bring I'll bring a couple like cool pieces. I'm bringing you know something what? that is video game related, but it's not an actual game. I got yeah. a small coin I can put in my pocket. Maybe I'll bring <laughs> that, that you can protect. Yeah, hey. it's an unreleased uh, clo- um, droids coin. Oh, what? Very cool. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I'll try and remember that. Well, the thing is, though, is it's like the the reason I wanted to do it is because I became super, super, and we're, we're going to wrap up shortly. Um, I became super, super obsessed with Antiques Roadshow, where, and my favorite thing about it was just watching people get excited and talking about what things are worth, but also the things that they that they hold so close. That's like such an important thing. Something that they've carried on that they're either their parents passed down to them, something they kept since they were a kid, or that they hunted for to like find. And uh, and so then that's why I was like, well, it, we am I going to do... look ridiculous not bringing something? No, because no. you're the guy. <laughs> you're, the you're the guy with the show. Oh, like you I don't know. have to have oh, things. Okay. Yeah, See, you just come and chat with us he about. He thinks our he's things. so Mike. good. He didn't need to bring anything. <laughs> no, no, no. Mike is like the Rick from Pawn Stars, Steven is the Chumley, and then you're the when he's like, hey, I gotta go talk to my friend Brian, and then you're <laughs> the friend Brian that comes in and talks about the toys. Alright, because so. I'm planning on buying oh. a lot down there, hopefully. First yeah. of all, that's Pawn Stars, not Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> I know. You <laughs> fucking show. lunatic. Alright, all right. we gotta Walmart. wrap things up. Uh, Brian, where can people find you on the interwebs? Um, my, I mean, I Brian Volkweiss on Instagram, you know that's probably the best place. Are you tweeting as well? Are you I don't not, tweet. Not a big Instagram Twitter. Instagram and Facebook. That's it. That's I got. Fine. I got two of the three. That's good. Uh, what about uh, Matt? Where can people find you, buddy? Go to funnymat.com. I got links to everything there. Or if you uh, want to quibble with me about whether I should beat up JJ Abrams or not, let me know. <laughs> MattWalkerSucks.com. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, people do. People do do yeah. that. Uh, and Mike, where can people find you? At Mike Black Attack on all social media. Absolutely. Uh, you, you oh, and don't forget uh, our brand new website. It yes. is just launching the nighttime show.com, which the we just finished like yesterday. It's got merchandise. It's got photos. It's got cool stuff. It's got links to uh, the podcast. Links to the podcast. It, all of it is on there. It's so great. Matt built it himself, the nighttime show.com. So nice. $45 yeah. entry fee <laughs> totally. to go to our website. Uh, no, it's totally free. Yeah. When does uh, the new season of The Toys That Made Us actually 
Early 2019. That's all I can say. Wonderful. All right. Yeah. Well, don't and for- I honestly don't know, uh, but it'll be Q1. Well, don't don't forget to uh, check out the toys that made us on Netflix. Uh, season you. one and two Thank are you. both Thank on there you. right now. And uh, you can always follow me at Stephen Glickman, S T P H E N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, hey, uh, I'm hosting uh, cons- <laughs> consistently on uh, on the uh, Instagram Live a little uh, amazing advice <laughs> with Stephen Glickman, where I'm trying to give people <laughs> advice about. About their lives and and i'll tell you what even if you don't ask for advice you should watch it because it's super fucking weird <laughs> it's so weird uh if you have toys that you love please uh tag them tag us on instagram post some pictures and uh tag us on twitter and places like that uh and and uh, if you are in los angeles california uh november 17th is uh, the nighttime show with Michael uh, Dorn? Michael Dorn, who played Worf on Star Trek, and then uh, for Christmas, December sixteenth, we have Drake Bell on that lineup. December fifteenth. That's yeah. what I said. Sorry. Yes, December fifteenth, which is uh, Drake Bell uh, is on that show. A couple other wonderful, wonderful people, and that will be a toy donation show for. Uh, children's the, hospital for children's hospital los angeles maybe brian uh maybe we can chat about having you come and chat chat with us at the at the improv that night if uh, you yeah. end up wanting to i, I would love that and, and we also could show, we could show a clip. Yeah. we could sh- we could show like a little clip from the toys that made us because it's a toy or if you uh, want to come meet show. michael dorn come on i've come met him i have a picture yeah. of him right in that other room he's a beautiful uh, yeah, man a wonderful guy yeah. uh, but no we'd love to support that anything yeah. for well, charity we'll you know, do something fun absolutely way we can hey guys this was so much fun thanks again thank you You're the best. Bye. Goodbye.